0: Hi, my name is Teresa Tarver, and
1: I am Isaac Tarver, and And this this is the Better Better Together Podcast, where we, with our life,
0: and all of our experiences, show you why two is definitely better than than one. one. Hi guys, we are so glad that you joined us. This is episode two of the Better Together podcast. I am Teresa Tarver and I'm here with my illustrious husband, Isaac Tarver.
1: Yo, what's going on people?
0: So we just want to do a few um, housekeeping things before we get into today's topic. Um, We want you guys to give us a five-star rating we want you guys to comment and interact with us and let us know if you're filling the podcast let us know um, that you guys love us um you guys can send all questions all um advice for topics to discuss to the better together podcast at gmail.com that is the better together podcast at gmail.com we look forward to hearing for you from you guys um so isaac is going to introduce today's topic
1: so today we figured that um y'all don't know us (laughs) so um you know we figured what what better way to um introduce you guys to us than by telling you our marriage story right How we got together, um how we met, things of that nature, what led us to um getting married, and I am going to answer the big question that every man has, which is, how did you know how did you know that she was the one you know how did you know that you know what made you the out of all the women in the world <laughs> she'll belong to you thing, right so that's what this podcast is about. So, I'm going to have my wife, of, you know, open up and tell you some things about herself. Why?
0: I am Teresa Tarver. I'm 30 years old. Um, we have three children, three boys, ages four, one, and eight months. And their names? Are the Tarverlings. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Issachar, Uriah, and Levi, but they affectionately go by the Tarverlings what else we live in chicago illinois it is currently snowing here and we need to get to some warm weather
1: i am isaac tarver i am 29 years old newly i travel the world all of the time as a musician singer yeah, that's kind of you know what my world encompasses, traveling the road, ministry, and coming home to my amazing family and doing everything that I have to do here. So I'm kind of juggling two worlds.
0: I forgot my occupation. I am a stay-at-home author, mother, housemaker, hairstylist, and phenomenal woman.
1: And I believe that I pay her handsomely for all of those things. <laughs> so... Um, the marriage story. Your perspective or mine?
0: <laughs> well, let me give you the right perspective so we can go with me. Sure. Okay, so this is the year 2013. Let's right? go
1: back to when she was jockey before we got Not married. Not
0: even. Okay, so okay. I I knew Isaac maybe like 10 years before. We even like came together. Um, I was best friends with his brother. We our families knew each other. We went to the same church, so um, for about nine to ten years, Isaac was just the annoying little brother that tried to follow us around everywhere, and that's kind of what the you know depth of our relationship was. He was just around all the time, and uh, I mean, yeah, I never looked at him in uh, I guess. Not desirable, like I didn't want to be in relationship with you outside of being the little brother, and that's what you are until so um this is two thousand and thirteen. she's lying no, I'm not lying, so this is two thousand and thirteen um the current situation, so this is kind of the climate of our life. I am betrothed to a young man, and we are uh scheduled to get together later in the year. This is March of 2013 and Isaac was fresh off of a a broken engagement Mm -hmm. and um, at the time I sang on the praise team at his dad's church and we had rehearsal at their house we were always at the house but we had the praise team came to the house this particular day because the church was being worked on and so I'm dealing with uh, yielding my will completely to the Lord. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be with this young man because this is who I choose to be with. I have been with him for six years. Um, I felt entitled, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I saved myself for marriage. So that's fun fact. Um, I'm like, I'm saving myself, you know, I haven't had sex, so I should be able to choose who I want to be with just real, you know, naive and, uh, controlling at the time. About
1: just Eric.
0: About what I wanted to do, you know? So um in walks Isaac and my world kind of changed from that day. Um I didn't see him in any kind of way. So then he walks in and then all of a sudden the eyes of my understanding are enlightened and he walks in a full grown man. He was he came in from college, so he was um at ASU. Alabama State University at the time and he had so he was surprising his parents so we're in the middle of praise team rehearsal in the living room and in walks Isaac and He is not the little brother no more.
1: I was in a mug, you hear me? looking good. She was feeling you, boy. And I knew it when I walked through the door. I'm like, oh, shorty, peeping me. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's not even how it went, though. (laughs) So he walked in, and I felt like, you know, the Holy Spirit was like, look at Isaac. And so I looked at him like, okay, yeah, that's Isaac, you know. I'm about to be with dude, though, so... What, what does that mean? So then I looked at him again, and he had, like, this halo over his head. And he was just fine, 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 and grown. And, a man, I'm like, okay. But what about dude, though? Like, and I literally told the Lord, like, if you want anything to become of this, if you want me to even consider Isaac, you will have to take him from me. And, boy, did he.
1: So um, about a few days later, we were all, you know, hanging out, kicking it. Shooting the breeze, if you will.
0: Wait, no, go back to that day. We in the we at your parents' house in the kitchen. This is that day. Where were you? What's like what's your mindset? You home from college, you surprising your parents, you got hella chicks on your line. I wasn't you got I wasn't stunned. Two shot. girls in Chicago, you got one girl in Real Alabama. Life. Come on, tell the people the story.
1: All right, so you know I had a little situation going on. You Fresh know,
0: off engagement, just I out realized. here in these streets.
1: Um, I had been engaged um, to a young lady who I was dating the past six years. Um, But at that point, the engagement had broken off. Um, I realized that it just was not the proper way for me to go for my life. Um, So I was wilding out, you know, Um, I had I did have. Two situations here in Chicago, though I was in uh, Alabama. Uh, another situation I was considering more heavily in Alabama because I figured that I would be there a while, you know, why not pursue this situation? And um, you know, came home, spent some time, and you know, we were there in the kitchen, and she's talking, she referred to the kitchen. I, you know, was like, hey, we were pretty much catching up. I'm like, what's up with old boy? Um, she's like, you know, this that and third's that going on, we're waiting on this, we're supposed to get married. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm telling her about the situation that I have in Alabama and, um, you know, thought that that was the way that I was going. So fast forward to, uh, I want to say maybe two or so days later, yeah, two days later. uh, we were all hanging out, hanging out, uh, with my cousin, my brother, her sister, her twin. I have a twin, guys. Um, hey, girl. um, and... No, my best friend was there as well, and her man was there. Old boy was there, Mm -hmm. right? So we're all uh, on the way where we were going to hang out, and she was in a separate car from me. I was in a car with my cousin and best friend, and I sent her a text. I sent Mm -hmm. Teresa a text, and I said, hey, you know that I'm your man, right? You know I'm who you're supposed to be with is what I was, you know. And she texted me back. Boy, you know, I think it was like stop playing or something like that. I
0: but said, me, yeah, okay.
1: She said, yeah, okay. <laughs> that is that was the those were the exact words. For me, yeah, okay was all the room that I needed. Why? If she was not even considering it, then her um her sentiments would have been more, and this is just me knowing her over the years. Her sentiments would have been more, you know, decline and stop playing with me, you know, get off my phone type stuff. Something like that. The fact that she said yeah and okay, it wasn't to me, it wasn't like, yeah, okay. It was like, yeah, okay. No, she understood. Yeah, okay. you know So I mean, I knew that you know her. I knew what she was saying, but I'm saying for me because I knew what I where I was as a man. You know, when you you know set into set in your heart to pursue something or pursue someone, you know, um, those of us who you know alpha male it, if you will, um, all I need is a little room. So when she was just like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I'm on it. I got a question.
0: I got a question. So this is, this is, uh, I never asked you this question. Okay. So I felt like, you know, at this moment I had this big reveal like, oh, Isaac's a man now. And I was kind of, you know, I saw you, Mm -hmm. you know, when you came in the house that day, what made you send me that text message? Like, I felt like the Lord had given me a revelation of this man that you were Like what made you send that message?
1: Honestly, I sent the text because I was
0: like, with everything else that you had going on, like what made you even entertain that?
1: I honestly sent the text being being. Initially, it was it was a joke. To be honest, I'll be very honest. Initially, it was a joke. Now I won't. I mean, I'm not gonna act like I've never like over the years had eyes for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest about that, but you know when I sent the text, it was like it wasn't really with the "I'm on that" type vibe. Mm-hmm. I sent the text, you know, just being funny. Like her, I will say her her guy dude was kind of he was always a bump to me. Okay, okay. so um, you know it was always like okay, so when is she ever gonna be done with this guy? She probably should never marry him. He's he's whack. But, um, you know, my thing was I would just send in the text, and when she opened the door, if you will, even even though it was like a crack in the door, it was enough for me to put a, put a whole foot in. so um
0: so we went, went out that night okay. out
1: that night, hung out, um, and, and I, you- I just kept texting. At that point, it was like, okay, this is a conversation, and she's entertaining the conversation. Let's see where we can go. So, I kept texting, um, you know, throughout the night. She was, you know, hanging out with old boys still. But, um, you know, I was just sending a little text, a little stuff, you know, a little flirty stuff. Now this is- But
0: I did not give you, I did not respond to any of the texts that you sent me in a flirtations. No. Nothing kind of way. Because no. I was still on dude. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, when the switch over happened. So, we hung out that night. You were sending me texts. I'm up here deleting the messages, like, because yes. I was booed yes. up yes. with she was dude, like, you were I, te- I responded, but I didn't, uh, I guess, respond, like, to your advances All that right. day. So, um...
1: Hold on. Let me s- I w- I do want to say this, though. Okay. So, from, <laughs> a, from a guy code perspective, right? uh mm-hmm. I was dead wrong. I'll be honest about that. I was dead wrong. Only because, you know, man Cole says, you see somebody with a lady, you don't be on that for real. That's bogus, right?
0: Mm -hmm. But But you're in a a bogus season in life. I was. I'm not even
1: going to lie. I was (laughs) out here. So, um, you know, I was real, you know, don't bring your lady to the club if you don't want her to get took type thing. So, um... It kind of just happened that way,
0: and so we all went back to my house afterwards um, to kind of hang out some more. And um, my guy like pulls me to the side and is like, "I see what's going on between you and Isaac." Now, mind you, this night we didn't even sit next to each other. When I tell you, I was booed up. Was I was way booed away up. from each other. So he's over there with his cousin. We was all we went to the same place to hang out, but as far as interacting with each other. As far as, like, talking to each other, we didn't really engage each other that night. Um,
1: as a man, you know when what you're after is pulling away. Emotionally, you were pulling away.
0: Ha- okay.
1: Okay? Uh, he understood that. Any I, man can tell that. Especially after, you know, the amount of years of relationship that y'all had had. It didn't take much.
0: So, you saying he understood that something else had my attention. Absolutely. Okay. So, he's like, I'm leaving you. Um, I see what's going on between you and dude. And after he left my house that night, he did not come back. Now this is, (laughs) is bizarre because this is six years of, you know, relationship. We never had went 24 hours without speaking to each other at this point. And he left my house and did not come back. And when he came back, I was engaged.
1: Yeah. So... Um, what led to engagement?
0: Wait, no, we got to finish telling the night. So that night, you went home, everything was cool. The next night, you went to visit your little boo thing that you had in, in the South Holland. Oh, yeah, hey, you got time to get out. No, I'm progressing the story just to show that it was not like after that night, dude left, we got together. That's not what it was. That's true. That's true. So you were still, you know, pursuing other situations that you had here. And I was just like, well, I'm by myself. You know, like if. If he's gone, then he's gone. So I was by myself.
1: I don't even think she realized he was gone. I think he was like he probably was just she thought he was gonna come back at some point. He just never did. So um, you know, as the week went on, um, we started to hang out a little bit more. Um, and, and you know, it wasn't a thing we were hanging out exclusively or anything of that nature. Uh was always with her twin, my brother, um, actually her twin's boyfriend at the time. Uh, we all hang out we actually went to the studio and um, hung out or whatever like that and that was the night I think the both of us started to really like really see that something was happening so we went to the studio just randomly it wasn't like hey let's go to the studio and cut anything specific or hey I want to do this specific song or whatever we just went to the studio and um, just put on some music right and she and I went into uh, the booth, and we were kind of just vibing. And if you know anything about music, you know, music has a way of, you know, talking, or music has a way of expressing a moment. And um, it just, there, there was this synergy between the two of us um, that night that I felt like Kind of was the thing that's like, hey, there's something here. Like, yeah. you know, you probably should see what this is, you know, really about. So, um, I think that was the night that we kind of started to realize and started to kind of be honest about where we were with things. Yeah. So um, we kind we hung out, you know, the rest of that break. I was actually home for spring break, so it was only about a week. Um, one of the things that one of the things that happened to me. Uh, I was also in that same space where I'm like, you know, um, I was in the, you know, kind of do my thing space. But I was also in having this conversation spiritually, like, you know, what would really happen if I was to, you know, fully submit to, you know, doing this Christianity thing the way that God, you know, wants me to do it. Um, And, you know. I prayed and I was like, you know, Lord, you know, show me something that, you know, says that doing it your way is the way. So, um, I got a car randomly. I was trying to, I had been trying to get a car for a long time, you know, I was having issues or whatever it may be. And I got a car. It was like the easiest process that I had ever experienced. And this was probably like a night or so after, you know, praying that prayer. And, um, So, now, you know, at that point, I'm like, oh, man, I'm all for it. I'm gung-ho. So, um, that Sunday morning, and this is, like, funny. Well, I guess (laughs) it's it's apropos. That Sunday morning, which was Easter Sunday, um, we get to church. Well, I get to church. And um, it seems like my whole world, like, converges all in one spot. So, (laughs) All of these, you know, all of my situations, if you will, for whatever reason, came to church. <laughs> all of them. You know? So I'm like, what is going on? Like, um, so after church, I'm going to my car, and you know, one of the young ladies that I have been uh involved with, she's sitting in my car with my siblings. I'm like, what? another young lady who, you know, at the time people didn't know, you know, I had, you know, been in a sexual relationship with, she's sitting in my car. It's just really weird. But for me, you know, at this point, my eyes were kind of fixed on Teresa and I'm like, yo, so Teresa, like, you know, Hey, what's the plans? We were uh, all going back to my, my parents' house for dinner, um, for like an Easter Sunday dinner type thing or whatever. So, um Teresa's like I'm like you go ride with me. She's like yeah, so my boy like, cool. So we're going to the car and the young lady was sitting in the front. So I get in the car and I'm like hey, you got to get in the back. And so she's looking at me crazy because as long as far as much as she knows, you know, she and I are a thing like you know, we got something going on. So why do I have to get in the back, especially for another girl? So she gets in the back. Teresa gets in we all drove to my parents' house and I immediately was like hey Teresa you know I'll be right back I took the other girl to her house I'm like you can't stay here so I took her home I told her hey listen I know that you know we've had something going on or whatever but um that's today's the end of it and I'll call you you know maybe later we can talk about you know why that is if you need closure but you know that's that. So I dropped that young lady off, came back to the house and was hanging out with Teresa. So um, you know, we spent that day. Uh randomly one of the, you know, prophets uh at my dad's church uh came up to us and was like, Hey, y'all know y'all gonna get married, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. What? So, it was kind of like sideways, random, whatever like that. But We was like, okay, cool. You know, if that's the case, then let it be the case. No big deal. I was not
0: thinking about marriage. Because once dude left, I'm like, this is the last six years of my life that can just be done in an instant. I'm focusing on me 100%. I'm off, you know, everything that I was thinking. I just was not in that mindset no more. I think I was traumatized by, like, you know, how quick that had happened. And it was just like, I'm done. So, that's kind of where I was. So, when she said that, it kind of took me like, girl, bye. Right.
1: (laughs) So, um, I had to
0: go back to school. Went back to school and, um, you know. Oh, wait. You didn't tell a good thing about. So, this was, um, what break was this? Spring break. Easter break. Yeah. And so, he was about to leave. Remember what happened the night before you left? Um... Enlightened me. The night before you left, we was all in my mama house. We was all in the basement. Me, you, Jalisa, everybody. We was like playing games or something. Uh huh. And so this is the sparks night. This is the oh okay, uh, okay yes. Okay, 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 so okay. we had been hanging out or whatever, and um, I, I think you asked
1: me, right? Yeah, I did. He
0: was like, you know, what? How would would you? What would you think if? You know, I kissed you. And I'm just thinking like, I mean, I was feeling him at this point. Like I'm, I'm feeling him as, you know, feeling him as, you know, he's here, but he's about to go type, not about to be in a relationship or nothing further than this type Mm -hmm. thing. But I was just, you know, in a space was like, okay. And so, and this was kind of significant because at this point I've only kissed like a handful of people. Like, you know, I just wasn't the person that was, you know, kiss people. So he asked me, and I'm like, yeah, you can kiss me or whatever. Just thinking like, okay, it's going to be a kiss. I've kissed people before. It's a kiss. Mm-hmm. But when we kissed, it was just like a lot of chemistry there. Yeah. And that for me was like, because I, like, I don't know. I didn't think that it was going to be that. Like, I knew I was kind of feeling him, but I didn't realize that, Um, I didn't realize it was at that point.
1: It was special. It It was. It was. You know, if you're... If you were, you know, Disney Channel, it was, you know, the little leg pop thing. It was. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't like a passionate kid no. or nothing. It, was a, it peck. was a peck. It was truly an innocent peck. But there was so much. Lights
1: and cameras and action. Yeah, around. like
0: fireworks. So, <laughs> that was that. And so, he went home the next day.
1: So, yeah, got on the road, went back to school. Fast forward, we were, um. I was back at school or whatever like that and at school like literally between every class every you know down moment that I had I spent talking to Teresa mm-hmm. you know texting uh, calling stuff like that like every moment was us spending all of our time together so um we pretty much like it like it really 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 was becoming a thing for us like you know we had to be talking to each other and i think the thing for me was the difference you know because you text people you talk to people i think the difference from what a conversation with teresa was like than it was with any other you know relationship that i had prior in most of my other relationships i was um always you know head and shoulders waist knee ankle probably above the other person as it pertains to understanding of God, spiritual things, you know, Biblical scripture, text, you know, things yeah. of that nature. So when, um, you know, when I was exploring with, with Teresa, you know, being in a space where we could share understandings or be, you know, eye level or, you know, be able to talk about the things of God. And she understood what I was talking about without me having to, you know, go all the way back to Adam and walk her up you know, that was special for me. That was that was special, it kinda, you know, it really added to um, what it was we were developing. So um, though I was in school in Montgomery, I was leading worship for a church that was in Mobile, Alabama. So that's about two and a half, three hours away. And um, I was um, up in Mobile one uh, weekend preparing for my Sunday morning And she and I were talking, and I realized that, you know what? This is the person that I really want to be with. So I um, called all of the other little situations that I had, because I did still have situations, I got to be honest. I called all of those other situations and pretty much let them know, like, hey, you know, what we thought it was going to be. It's not going to be that. I've, you know, come to the realization of where I need to be and who I need to be with. And I hit Teresa up and pretty much was like, "Hey, you know, I want to be with you. Let's be together. Let's make it a thing." And this was April twelfth
0: mm-hmm. of
1: two thousand fifteen.
0: Thirteen. You keep going to fifteen. I keep saying
1: fifteen. Long. Fifteen. That's a significant year. It thirteen. Is, it was your
0: first son, so 13. thirteen. This is thirteen. And so. um, I think God had already started to deal with me about like what relationship would be. But I was just kind of like in the space like, okay, you know, if something happens, it'll happen. Like I'm not gonna pursue this. I'm not going to force it. Like it would have to come to me. Um, because I felt like I was in a place before where I was making things happen. And, you know, just being really hands on and involved. And that's why I didn't work out. And I think that I was just in a space like, you know, he has all of these other situations because he was very honest about where he was and what he was doing. I'm like, like you showing me a purpose with Isaac when Isaac got other stuff he doing. So if this is supposed to be something, you got to let him know and let him bring it to me. Like, I'm not going to say, hey, the Lord showed me that all of these great things that we're supposed to accomplish together. Like, no. I'm like, if this is going to be something... It's going to be because he makes a decision to make it something. So that's kind of where I was. So I get the phone call and he's like, you know, I know that I've been um, in a space. You know, I know what I was involved in. I have called everybody that I was involved with and told them that I am no longer, you know, going to be pursuing them or having the kind of interaction that we've had or any interaction at all. And I want to pursue you. I want us to be a thing. And he shared with me the things that I had already um, been privy to. So we decided to enter into a courtship on April 12,
1: 2013. Yeah. So we hung out kind of, you know, fast forward, kind of speed things up. We um, hung out that summer. And while hanging out that summer, things, you know, were... Oh, wait, um, you
0: jumped. So, we was together for a month. That was April. So, May, I came to visit you.
1: Yeah, so she came down to... uh, I was getting to that. I wasn't going to get past that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: so um, she came down to uh, Montgomery, and we went to Panama City Beach, Florida. Hung out um, for a week, Mm -hmm. I believe it was. And then we went home. To back to Chicago, originally I was supposed to stay in Mobile, but uh decided I would go home and um surprise my family, so we drove uh from Panama to Chicago and actually I take it back we drove from Augusta to Chicago right. because I left panama we went in Panama maybe three days. We drove from there to Augusta, Georgia for a worship conference that I had to do there and um did the conference, and then we drove back to Chicago. And um, got home, and we pretty much spent that summer together. And um, what we thought would have been, you know, time, you know, preparing and things of that nature, you know, we were together. And for me, on on April 12th, when I told her that I wanted her to be, you know, my girlfriend, when I wanted to be exclusive, I knew for a fact that I would marry her then. It wasn't a question anymore. You know, it wasn't a question of who I would be with. The, um, all of the writing was on the the t- the tablet, if you will. And um, I knew for a fact that she was the one who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. So to answer the question of how do you know, it, the truth of the matter is when you know, you know. You know, like when you come to that space of maturity in your life where it's like, okay, cool. I am actually deciding that. Um, though I know there are options, though I know that there are thousands, millions of women that I could try to build something with, this is the woman that I want to be with. When you know, you know, and it's a mature decision because like I said, the options are there, but, um, so, um, that was the end that was April 12th. You know, I knew then. You know, like I said, we spent that summer together. You know, believing that we would have about a year or so to, you know, plan things. I did talk to her about marriage just to kind of see where her head, where her head was, you know, what she thought about it. And um, I don't think it was hard for either us, either of us seeing these, though we had both come off of these engagement seasons. So um, we, um, you know. Had that summer going and thought, like I said, that we were going to be able to, you know, prepare a year or so out. Maybe be getting
0: engaged within a year, year and a half.
1: But, um, as it, uh, as it happened, things progressed really, really fast. Extremely fast. So, um, we, you know. This is July. Yes. So,
0: we would do this thing where we would, like, go to Lake Michigan, um, through the summer and just pray, you know. So, we would get up early in the morning, um like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and just go on the water and pray. Like, I'm a very, you know, I love the water. And so we went to the water to pray. And this was unlike any other day, you know, that we would go on the water and pray. We pray individually. And so um, we went, we prayed, and when on the water. I heard, you know, August 17th. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay, this is July. So maybe, you know, you're saying, God, that we're to be married August 17th of next year or the year after that. That's just the date. And then the Lord said, no, August 17th of this year. And so I'm freaked out. Like, God, it's July. How could you say that? You know, like, we haven't, that's not enough time. Maybe I'm not hearing right. I'm going to come back tomorrow, and I'm going to check with you. So we get in the car, and we're driving home, and Isaac says, if I tell you something, will you think think I'm crazy? And I'm like, what? I'm like, I already know. And he's like, yeah, we're getting married on August 17th of this year. And I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) So it was crazy. I think I was kind of freaked out, like, that, you know, She had heard the same thing that I heard. So uh, that was the first, like I said, my relationships prior to this. So that was, you know, that would have been impossible. But the fact that that had happened to me was like enough. And then, like I said, I was, you know, in a place where I knew for a fact that I wanted to be with her. So I wasn't really afraid of time. So uh, we pushed for it. We pretty much, you know, at that point prayed and said, God, you know, this is a short amount of time. So if it's going to happen, we need you to make it happen. And literally, uh, that's what happened. Like everything from our venue to what we wore was paid for, taken care of by other people, our uh, pictures, um, everything.
0: Everything was good. So
1: it was a, uh, we had an intimate wedding, close family and friends were there. Um, and immediately after we got married, mm-hmm. we moved to Montgomery, Alabama. We had to because I was still in school. Mm-hmm. So we moved to Montgomery <laughs> and this onset our um, amazing, but crazy first year in something of marriage uh in montgomery yeah
0: so the i mean overall it was quick we were but and we were together for four months in a relationship for four months before we got married we was engaged for like three weeks yeah um and it was crazy i think that we both had the kind of peace going into it because we know um that it was the voice of the lord that directed us not only, you know, did you hear this and then I think like when the Lord says something, he makes it happen. He supports what he endorses. Yeah. So that happened and it was a crazy, wonderful, beautifully uh orchestrated thing. And here we are 6 years and 3 kids later. Yeah.
1: So as the you can I see sang. As you can see, like, just from what got us from dating to being married, like, as you can see, it was a roller coaster. And, um, but I think one of the things about, like, the ups and downs of life is when you, you know, when you have a stabilizer. And the stabilizer for us, we'll both say would be, you know, our faith and our belief in who God is. When you have a stabilizer, Mm -hmm. things can seem like they're going up and down, but you know for a fact, like the ground under you is secure. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's the thing that gives you solace, if you will, with the the thing, the moving pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, So for us, it was like, you know, though this season seems like what in the world, we had enough faith to believe that like God was really orchestrating it. So
0: yeah, in my whole, I guess, from my perspective of how did I know you were the one? Because I never answered that question. Um, it wasn't just like our relationship. I had seen you in other seasons. I saw how you handled uh, pressure. I saw how you handled people. I saw how you are with your family. I knew you in different spaces to be able to judge your character enough to know if you were a stable person or not. To know, um, I trusted the God in you, I um, trusted your reliance on the voice of God in that space that you were in, because you, you really transitioned, because at first, I mean, you, you heard the voice of God, but I don't think you were yielded to it, so when I saw, you know, God call you, and you submitted to that space, it's like, okay, I can trust him, because, you know, if I marry this guy, and something unfavorable happens in our marriage, I can trust that, he is going to hear God and be able to respond to him appropriately.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the beauty. That is the beginning of our relationship. And, uh, we pray that, you know, in hearing this story that you are able to see like, you know, how things can, um, work out when you really trust God for real. This is
0: not a recommendation. Absolutely. For four months, and getting married, I do not wish that on nobody. I don't
1: rec- and I highly. <laughs> I
0: loved it for us, but this yeah. is very specific to us, to what we're called to do. I mean, because we even saw in the first year of marriage, there were things that we would do together that would really change the trajectory of our families, of our bloodline, of other people's lives. And it was just necessary for our story. We are by no means saying, you know get with somebody and marry them in four months unless you are sure, without a shadow of a doubt, with confirmation involved, that it is the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that is speaking it to you.
1: Yeah. Like um, that could that could that could be for for people who are not prepared for that that level of speed um that could be totally detrimental yeah. so we don't we don't advise it at all um if any if we were to you know counsel anybody and they brought us that that specific situation we probably would have if we were counseling <laughs> us we probably would have been like y'all tweak it you know yeah. take some and time and that was even
0: like what our marriage counselor like he cuz we did do marriage counseling although it was very uh short it we packed it we um were very consistent and we packed a lot of um, necessary conversations into that short time. we were dedicated to, you know, outside of the relationship, just having that preparedness. So I don't recommend ever going into any marriage without marriage counseling, no matter how short Absolutely. the engagement and marriage period is. If you, we got marriage counseling right up until the day before our wedding. So yeah, get counseling, get somebody, a third party in there, that's going to bring up those um questions that you might not be considering when you are dealing with the bliss of being engaged and you know your new life somebody that is going to bring a reality check and cause you to answer or at least think about and consider some tough questions um and so you don't get married and be like well we didn't even talk about this and we're gonna you know do another that's another episode of things that you should discuss um before you get married baby why do you love me
1: I love you because, um, I have a clean house and honestly, I'll be, I'm going to- Is that like really important to you? You have been really
0: just complimenting me on the house lately.
1: That matters. I'm going to be, listen, I want y'all to know, like, I'm a very, very, very honest person. Like, so anytime we do these, why do you love me? You might, you're going to get a very, very, very honest answer. And right now, one of the reasons why I love you is because we've been having amazing sex. I mean,
0: you've been out of the country, so. so- We've
1: been having great sex.
0: Okay. So- why do you love me babe (laughs) i love you because um you have been very intentional about uh making sure no sorry you've been very intentional about making sure that i get me time and i don't know if that's because you've been traveling so much but like i have really been appreciating you just like assuming all responsibility and letting me kind of go and just have some time because that's necessary but it's not something that i had to bring to you it's kind of something that you initiated like hey take the time so i appreciate that and that's one of the reasons that i love you
1: so i am isaac tarver and i'm Teresa tarver and this is the better together podcast where we with our life And
0: all of our experiences show you that two two is definitely definitely better than than one.
1: one.